You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, you guys, it's Andrew. Uh, I'm recording this from the basement of my job, which looks like a set from the movie Chud. Uh, we have exhaust fans going, there's people walking around upstairs, the furnace is going in the other room. I like it a lot down here, it's really relaxing. Um, but this is as good a place as any to give this disclaimer. This episode sounds a little weird. Um, it's already hard enough when there's three of us and only one microphone, since... It doesn't make a lot of sense for me to drag all my recording stuff uh, upstate uh, just to, just to you know, record an hour podcast. So we just put a microphone down on the table and we sat around it like a campfire and did the best we could. And I think it came out all right. But this room, uh, we did stay in the Hilton and we did record as was our plan. Uh, but this Hilton in Albany is not a very good Hilton. It was originally a Crown Plaza back in the 80s, and then became a Hotel Albany, I don't know what that was, a couple years later, and eventually became a Hilton, but it is deep down still the same garbagey 70s hotel it's always been. So we were on a top floor, which was cool, a nice view overlooking the plaza, Uh, and then we were all the way to the end, so it was freezing in there. And we called the engineering guy up, and that was his answer was, oh, well, you got a corner room. Like, I thought the whole idea of staying in a nice hotel was to not have to worry about basic necessities like being cold. Uh, but hey, I learned something. Either way, in order to counteract that, we had to have the heater going. And the heater was this rickety old rattly thing on the wall that actually required me to reach into the, <clears throat> like, the cavity of the unit where there was an on-off switch two inches from a rapidly moving fan with no, uh, no grill or, you know, no, no, no sort of protection. Uh, and then you compound that with the fact that across the room, uh, is the bathroom. And for whatever reason, there was, the bathroom fan just ran constantly. There was no option to turn it off. No switch, no timer. The fan just, the fan in the bathroom ran from the moment we stepped into that room to the moment we left with no, no respite. Um, as a result, it, it, the room was, uh, was very similar to if you've ever gone to, like, a rural airport, and they don't have a jetway, you actually walk out on the tarmac and then walk up to, uh, up to the plane, like they did in, you know, movies from the 60s, uh, and you hear that really loud, uh, you know, jet engine going, it was, it was not unlike that, uh, I'm losing my hearing after years of abusing my ears, so, uh, the, trying to hear people talk not directly in front of me in here was a challenge um other than that i think it sounds all right uh we'll be back next week with our normal uh normal skype sounds better but uh but reacts worse recording and uh that's about it enjoy (laughs) 
One night Johnny sang the truth to me On a northbound train from Nashville, Tennessee Taught me all the letters in a loan Sang freedom is where you think it is But there ain't no train to Stockholm Received your invitation to the war I sent it back so please don't send no more I'd rather rot in some jail all alone Singing freedom is where you think it is But there ain't no train to Stockholm Yeah, the, that'd be like the Willow Blend guy. Remember that? Willow Blend? Willow Blend? I mean, somebody has to remember Willow Blend. Oh, yeah, Willow Blend, yeah. And you put a cocaine sub. What if you made a shake, but rather than using protein powder, you just use cocaine? And then made like a, a sludgy, fucking feel good drink. Yeah, sludgy. Andrew, you're always, you're always up on new drinks. <laughs> sludgy, feel good drink. New drink tech. We're recording right now, oh, so yeah. I guess oh, we, can, wow. we can start the show. From the skyline of Albany, New York. We we were in line. This is uh, being recorded in, in uh, a Hilton suite. Yeah. Fifteenth floor. Uh, what, what are we? The north. We are facing east west. corner. No, northwest. We're in the northwest corner of yeah. uh, of the Hilton, overlooking the state capitol. <laughs> uh, you can sort of see uh, the Empire State Plaza from here. Yeah, it's wonderful. You can see some guys working on a on the roof. There is. Uh, you can see what's left of the Wellington Hotel, my uh, my youth hangout, where we would just break into an old hotel that had been abandoned since the 80s and, like, throw stuff around inside. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I've got a case of the feel-real-goods, because I'm overlooking my old job, which detailed probably from episode, like, 50 to, to 60. I worked for the state and had a terrible job, and I can overlook that gross, dilapidated building and think, I am doing a lot better. <laughs> Notably better. Notably better, spiritually, physically, functionally, really. That's interesting, especially when you look from up here. Uh, well, to put a picture of this, I think you already did put a picture of this on your Instagram. Sure the did. state capitol, the building itself is so massive that if there was ever an earthquake that would hit here, it would just actually roll down the hill. So <laughs> from this vantage point, you can imagine that entire building just starting to slide forward and then like a gigantic bowling ball just roll down State Street taking everything out, which is Ooh, pretty that wild. Would, that would be great. So yeah, get ready for that. State Street is a shell of its former self. Everybody moved away. Yeah, the 24-hour Kinko's is gone. It just hasn't been the same since. Where I used to work! Yep. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? Actually, if you look right over there, you can see that spot where that uh, where you almost hit the guy who jumped off the building with your car. <laughs> yes! That's exactly where it is. They jumped off the county building. Jumped off the Albany County building and landed. I was the first one to find him. No way. I swear to God, he looked. It looked like when you like 
You ever like been walking around the garden and you like accidentally step on a locust and you're like, oh shit, you feel like a crunch and the thing's just laying there like kind of moving but not really. It's like about to die. Like if you smash like a dirty apartment bug with like a paper, it's not, you know, it doesn't leave like, he's not like smashed. He's just like wounded. This guy was still like moving kind of, you can tell. It was awesome. Right down there? Then I finished him off. <laughs> took then that last breath and breathed it in. On him. I finished <laughs> then I finished myself off on him. It's <laughs> a good start, you guys. I never know I was start. into death sex, but then I saw this guy. Yeah, you never know what you're into until you're into death, it. And I got I got so worked up that my the button on my jeans flew off. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him in the eye. Hit him in the eye, causing final death. <laughs> and I uh I, it was most so causing final <laughs> I was so turned on I was so hard that my jeans created like a denim condom <laughs> and and I we made music together while he was dying and dead at the corner of Lodge and Stage yeah no one else around no one else is around. You know, it's actually really funny, too. I'm going to get back up again. We're, we're using three different microphones right now, and none of them are particularly great, so it's going to sound real weird. If you look further down this road, you can see uh, it's now the City Beer Hall, but I work there when it was called Ogden's Restaurant, and uh, there's along the side of it, there are windows that, uh, that have these big stone flower planters in them. And at Ogden's, we, the way you would do that is you would get the dishwasher, me, to go and scale the side of the building. And the thing with... Was that something expensive? No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> uh, the thing with uh, Ogden's is it's on a hill. So the first window's easy. It's just like, you know, seven feet up in the air. But then as you keep crawling across to get to the next planter, it the scale like increases exponentially <laughs> till you're finally on the last window and you're like 20 feet up in the air almost like watering plants and I had uh, when I was like 15 I fell off the uh, the tall one and I fell into Lodge Street when there was like a semi truck coming up the hill and if it weren't for the fact that it was coming uphill as opposed to down is the only reason I'm podcasting right oh now and not like dead it was yeah, I feel like uh, you have a pretty lot wild of those stories yeah you know Andrew I was watching um, and Gabriel sorry I was watching It's a Wonderful Life with my Colts. Oh, fuck. And, the, you know, I don't know, spoiler, the movie's been around for 70 years, so I'm not going to spoil, no, I'm not even going to do spoiler alert, but um, Jimmy Stewart uh, is able to see what life would be like if he never was, was never born. Mm-hmm. And I just thought about that, Andrew. What would, what would things be like if you were never born? Would More or less the same. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, the guy from Fucked Up wouldn't be able to enjoy Police Line as much as he does. That is police true. Line would have never existed. That's true. Enavir would have broken up after Steve Hagner left. That's true. Probably. Maybe. Gabri would be. Searching. I'd be with a millionaire. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Gabri would be with a much more handsome. With Ralph Lauren, finally. Yeah. Oh my god. She'd what be in Sri Lanka, a, hanging out with Lauren Ralph Lauren. What if you were at a party and you met Polo Ralph Lauren. His, his, his name, name is not Polo. That's his Christian name. <laughs> what if you met Prince Polo Ralph Lauren? He was actually just a Senegalese like uh, bandit. <laughs> Prince Polo Ralph Lauren. God is watching you. <laughs> and you're just in a selling palace. selling old pairs of Imelda Marcos shoes. He, he's, he's 
very quickly control your finances <laughs> and your life. You're living in you're living in Senegal with him. No Do one I have servants? Ch- no, yeah, but no, but you you're not allowed a phone. You're just you just have to. It's like coming to America. You just have to chill. You just sit on a pillow you all just day. Sit on a pillow. I could totally do that. In Senegal? Yeah. You hang out with Akon? Yeah, but you'd be at his every sex win too. You know? Yeah, yeah see? Gabri has a great Gabri has I noticed today in Sephora, Gabri has a great <laughs> I just smelled shit face. She's <laughs> like, wow. Oh, uh, you wanna see uh, you wanna see it? Daddy doesn't care whether he gets oh. with this beautiful baby or one of her beautiful baby friends. You see that? That's <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I have my shades on right now, so you can't see the like the utter dismay on my yeah. face. But I, I heard this was covered in the the previous episode. I fucking hate swingers so much. Wow, it's my most hated movie. Go, I think. Can we go in depth as to why you hate that movie? Um, I think it's just because Andrew loves it so much. Wow. I don't even love it. I just love that you hate it. It's like <laughs> if it disappeared from the world tomorrow, I'd never think about it again, except for the fact that you hate it so much that I find it really amusing. <laughs> I don't know, it's just it's all so embarrassing. Like that five minutes when swing was a thing in culture it was really embarrassing. Vince Vaughn yeah, is really Albany. embarrassing. Swing is still alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably true. Remember when they shut down the fucking QE too and opened up fucking swing club dude. <laughs> beginning of the end though. I still went there. Went been downtown for a while. I got, <laughs> went, got put away up ACJ six months for shoplifting. <laughs> And six months for shoplifting, fucking boat boosting pills, dude. That's a, like my Troy. That's uh, that's uh, that guy. It's your, I, you're, I think, you're that guy character. Oh, that's the that guy character for sure. Like, I don't know what's more depressing: getting put away for six months at ACJ, uh, Albany County Jail, for people who don't live in Albany. For people who can read. <laughs> for people who can read. Uh, fucking ACJ. Yeah, you know, everybody had to do like acronyms because they couldn't like spell. Yeah. Oh my we got oh, ACJ for. Is it worse to be put away for shoplifting or boosting pills? <laughs> this town is a I fucking toilet. On like pills. Shoplifting on pills. I went to a fucking boosted CVS, boosted pills at a CVS. Miski <laughs> in a CVS, and here I am. We, uh, we on Christmas we were talking to my uncle who uh, was was like fairly lit up. He was really like <laughs> he, he'd been enjoying wine all night. Uh, we were just like talking shit about like what our next move is. You know, neither of us really want to live in New York any longer. If it, and, you know, it, it's just it's it's starting to be like a fool's errand. And we started to kick around the idea, like, oh, you know, maybe it'd be reasonable to buy a house in Albany. It's really cheap. Whatever. There's like great options to start businesses. And when it, you know, maybe that actually makes sense. I went to bed Christmas night, being like, all right, well, maybe we'll you know drive around and look at property or something. Just fucking fuck around and see what happens. Next morning, I wake up at seven. I go and uh, I do my morning shit, and I go out to uh, to get coffee at Starbucks since I don't know how to use a coffee machine in here. Uh, the five minutes it took me to get down the hill. Starbucks is 90 feet from the entrance of my hotel. Time it took to, for me to get down the hill 90 feet, order a coffee, walk back up the hill 90 feet and come back up here I was like nope forget it no way <laughs> like, 7 in the morning walking past a do bus stop like nah uh, no, no do not do the Albany reset button I've done it like 5 times as much as I'd love to have you within arm's reach um, it, is, uh, it is beneficial for both of you I see the appeal on paper though I see the appeal like when you're living somewhere and you can't afford shit and you're like 
yeah. shit's not going well. You're like, oh, I can always land back in Albany, mean, whatever. Me, I'll do that. It gives but. Me, I mean, it gives. I can take advantage of you by living in your basement, and not paying rent. <laughs> yeah, that is exciting. Because <laughs> you you'll have this part time house, and I'll be the caretaker, man. <sighs> I'll just keep that. I'll just keep that shit museum clean. If I thought for one second I could Hookers. turn a profit owning uh, owning a property up here, I would absolutely do it and just have you live there and oh, take care of it. Such, it'd be like a fuck pad, man. I've got the back page hookers going. Like all that would happen is I would. I would collect rent nine out of the twelve months of the year, and the other three months would always be in some kind of like eviction proceeding with whatever scumbag fucking took the apartment. No, you know, dude, it's just, it would just like, be me, man. Just yeah, but you'd, you'd be on floor one. I would have to buy a multi-unit dwelling to make that work. No, so I'll it'd just, be. I'll just pay that rent, man. I'll pay the full rent for a house. What about the other two or three or four apartments, though? That's a, that's a trick. Yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay two grand a month. Yeah, that's I don't know. Two grand a month. Uh, I don't know. Think about it, dude. Two grand. If you're paying two grand a month to live in Albany, yeah, why the fuck would you live here then? Like, it doesn't make any sense. That's true. No, that's true. I pay, uh, I pay um, an amount that will bring tears, bring tears to your eyes. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, you said your rent to me today, and I my smelling shit face uh, yeah. Yeah. appeared. No, I, I think just... that was more like a deep, like what, what, what happened face. I think more than anything, you're like, <laughs> if you can see. For those viewers at home, I made a... For, for those <laughs> listeners in the room with us right now. Yeah, I just made someone close to me just died face. You know? <laughs> no, but yeah. I have to pay the price, though, because I live with, with punks in a punk house, and we have, like, parties there, and there's fucking... We have, like, a, a beer a beer bottle off. We have, actually, right now we're having a bill off, which is great. It's, <laughs> like, bill it's like one of my roommates pays the power bill. Uh, I pay the cable bill, and no one helps me with the cable bill, so I don't help anybody with the power bill. And then my one roommate, who's much younger, is in the middle, like, freaking out because nobody's asking him for bill money. And he thinks that we're just, like, building it up. And, like, well, he's on, like, the six-month plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nobody's asking me for bill money. Uh, you guys are just going to dump it on me one day. Uh, which he actually does sound like that. And I'm like, no, no, we're just having, like, a bill off, man. It's cool. I mean, every, that's, a, that's a big component of any punk house. In any, in any punk house, you'll have a bill. The one responsible roommate who has the bill, the power bill, and the one semi-responsible. Oh, no, actually, Time Warner doesn't do credit checks, so the one fuck-off roommate, whatever. And uh, for the internet, because everybody needs the internet. But I got the cheapo internet, so if somebody's watching a movie in the living room, my signal's throttled so much. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's very aware of that. <laughs> yeah, like, the last episode was... Uh, I'm getting better at not making a big deal of it, because I know it's happening, and I know, I know now that when we record like that, as long as you you and I don't like stop and like yeah. try and like pick a, if we just keep going even if it gets choppy when I go to edit it's all right because regardless of how fast the internet is you know our our computers are recording at like a reasonably similar speed um but yeah no we got to I'm going to find you like a router that I can go in and throttle everybody's bandwidth but you so that when we record you always have it, it's like you have your you're in like the uh, the high occupancy vehicle lane and everyone oh, else is great. in gridlock I know we, yeah, I would love that so yeah I'll, I'll figure that shit out I don't or know how to do I it. could just get my own place you could also do that as well <laughs> don't worry about it I think I might do that that might be it's, we're almost we're fast upon the year of being real I know so, it's really coming up yeah so I've been re- I've been real real a few times already, um, I told a good friend of mine. I told a good friend of mine that uh, their band was was sounded like a, a Verizon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> was this last That's night? Not this was, a bad this thing, was last though. night. 
because I, I was like, you know, fucking bands that are unintentionally, like the, my year-end list includes bands that unintentionally sound like the Grateful Dead. Like they're all like indeed out, but you actually put the vocals. It comes are like, full circle. And yeah, but the, like the it's like head. clean Fender Twin and vocals that are like. Hey, well, actually, that sounded like Indian chanting. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like their bands sound like pure moods. I'm falling asleep over here, <laughs> and and she like laughed, and I'm like, you're a band too. Did that go over badly. No, I went over like a fart in church. <laughs> it's bad. You're somehow managing to alienate every no, single person in Albany. It's good. You know, if I'm... Good, you're being real. You're being real. real. I'm tired. It's the cost of being real. You know, if I have to live here, I maybe a little fire. Maybe I light a little bit, little fire. To be like, you, you know, your, your, your amp has volume. A volume control. You know, and it's not... You don't have to run... You don't have to run like a pedal board, guys. Like a like a big pedal board, you know? The uh, I'm trying to get onto our Tumblr so I have access to our shit. So I'm, I'm like spacing out. Yeah. I noticed a few days ago it was driving me fu- still drives me nuts. When you listen to uh, Grateful Dead's "Touch of Gray," oh my favorite. There's a point during every chorus where Phil Lesh just stops playing the bass. It's so fucking annoying. It's insane. I know the same. I know the exact part. It's do 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 do. I thought like yeah, he's he's all he's like playing like he's in rancid the entire song, and then like all of a sudden he just disappears, and then yeah, it's really really insane, and it happens every time. The first time I thought I just caught one of those neat little things, you know, that they overlooked in editing, but. Every single time it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, Phil Lesh, uh, you know, wasn't particularly good. He had a, the bass strap that had the big cushioning on it. <laughs> if you watch, yeah. Google, uh, like go on YouTube. Small pillow. <laughs> go on YouTube and type in um, uh, Grateful Dead, Rock Palast, 1980. And you'll see the most listless version of Shakedown Street ever. <sighs> Great. But it's Phil Lesh, like, smiling, like, really happy because he's, like, super coked up. When you take a lot of coke, you can't help but smile. You're like... And um, that's just so, so quiet and slow. And I can't believe from those ashes rose touch of gray. This this past Christmas, I really got a deep snapshot into my extended family's cocaine use. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I know way more than I ever really wanted to about about things like that. It was interesting. Uh, Luckily, nothing really sent up a red flag, but (laughs) I was just just like, oh, wow. I always, you know, I always thought about that when my old man drove the trucks. I know he was, I know he took coke. I mean, I know he took speed. He had to. Oh, 100%. He was a truck driver. It's all part of the culture of it. Once he retired, he got like way less high strung. He used to be a high strung brother. And and now he's like, he's like in that weird bowl of jelly, like, like anything you want, man. (laughs) Phase, you know? I think he's realizing his own mortality. He's like going to be 72 soon. And, you know, he uh, he's still his weird self. You know, every time I try to take a picture of him, he'd flip me off. It's just like habitual. I was like, Dad, let me just have a nice picture of you. And he's like, it just flipped me off, so I just took a picture of him flipping me off, which is like, you know, in a lot of ways tells a story. Yeah, that, there's really... Our interpersonal relationship <laughs> where I, I beg for his approval and he just gives me the finger, you know, guys. I'm going to really talk, I'm gonna talk about my dad's... I know, this just got heavy. Like, yeah. Daddy issues. I have daddy issues big time. I go on daddyissues.com a ton. Mm. Is that a real site? I oh, let's look let's it up. Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm if buying not, that that's URL. If not, podcast. Seriously? Oh, shit. are you announcing the the birth of a podcast? Is that actually <laughs> yeah, happening? What the fuck? I heard that you were gonna have a podcast soon. 
I know. Sorry, I've been really putting that off, but I think I'm gonna do it. I've been telling people I'm putting on a record for two over two years. Yeah, gonna... let's just like annoy people until we finally actually give in. And I want to put out a podcast of do. terrible sex advice. Like <laughs> somebody owns it, but it's not active. You could. I mean, we could share uh, the domain name for DaddyIssues.com, and it, it could be like an, a mixture of bad sex advice and like all your personal problems. I just think it's like I, I think it should be a corner on this podcast where I give horrible sex advice. Like from a male perspective. <laughs> like when you're engaged in fucking <laughs> and she's she looks she doesn't look like she's enjoying herself. You just have to do it harder. Yeah, just keep like it's really. Oh man, go for just, it. Balls to the wall. Because the way the woman works is that she wants you to do it really hard, and and when he you sweat on her, that's a sign. <laughs> when you're engaged in sweaty sex, I've done that before though. I've been in the in the in the the position, the top and on top. You know what? Why? You yeah, know, you just that, are sweating on her. Well, there's a position in, during sex, and when the guy is on top, and and she's just laying on her back, and um, when you have sex that way, but it's hot out, and you're like a man of my size, you, like it rolls right down your forehead on the tip of your nose, and then drips down. And it goes doink. And it goes doink. Yeah. And that is like a litmus test because if she's down, she's rough, rugged, raw, ready to go. She'll be with it. She'll open. She'll try to catch that. Like a <laughs> she'll catch the drop like she was like I was, like I was tossing grapes. And like um, um. Gary just made the smelling. Trip. Yeah, no, that <laughs> happens. But one time I was doing it and I sweat in her eye. <laughs> Jesus. And you blinded her. It stopped the sex completely. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut down, man. Grinding halt. The border. The border was closed, man. I could, none shall pass. And that was like. And I was, you know, because we were going good, and when it's when it's hot, it's sweaty, and you have that, you can just take a shower after. I'm thinking about the shower after because that's intimate. <laughs> no, it's the most intimate of moments. I'm like, oh, I'm welcoming you not only into my room and into my body, but into my shower. You're welcoming have... her into your body. Yeah. Well, she's welcoming me, welcoming me into her body because I'm I'm always doing it at other people's places because my room is way too cold. Um, even with the privacy curtain. Even with the fucking privacy curtain, which fell down. <laughs> and I haven't had a, a news alert, everybody. This is an overnight drive exclusive. Wish it was like 1010 Winds News playing. <laughs> I gotta get one of those so I can, like, what is it, a xylophone they use? Um, oh, wait, actually, no, there's a, there's a ringtone that has that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, and uh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, so um, uh, the privacy curtain fucking fell down when I was cleaning my room. Go figure. And what was uh, it held up by? Like a tension rod? No, it was held up by um, by uh, like twenty gauge twine, like thick twine, and I put that I put it on hooks. I screwed hooks into the wall, so that shit wasn't going anywhere. But for some reason, the, f- the knots came undone and it fell because I kept I kept pushing it up when I was moving stuff from you know because I had like takeout trays laying all around and everything, and so I took the takeout, the bottles, the Coke Zero bottles away. And I, 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 I like, I opened my privacy curtain like I was like, you know, like a like grand a, reveal. Because that's like, I do like those weird, I do those weird moves. I'm like, ha ha, and that shit went flying, and it fell down. And I'm like, I'm. That took me months. Did you drop the piss bottle because of it, or no? Yeah. It was no piss bottles. I've been shamed into not using the piss bottle. I mean, when we did the piss bottle episode, many people were like, dude, really, really. 
I was so happy you could find a topical song to close that fucking episode with. I was really excited by that. Well, I, you know, sometimes our, our listeners come down hard on me. They don't give me a lot of. They don't give me a lot of leeway when it comes to pissing in bottles and like eating bad, eating poorly. A friend of mine um, gets at me all the time about eating poorly because I, I revealed my medical results, and uh, that was they were they stupendous. Were, they were dire. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you would have think you would think that I eat nothing but pizza and Thai food all the time. It's weird. Um, so, which I, I yeah I do. And um, but every time I like because I got a new phone, I Instagram me eating Elio's pizza. You know, because I Instagram. I'm like a kid with a new toy, man. I know this Instagram and all kinds of shit. Am I being annoying? No, I love it. See, Gravity loves it. That's I'm not on Instagram enough to know. I, I, like, I look at uh, it once a week. You're really realizing your potential here with this new phone. You know, honestly, it's all about it's all about being real, and and I've realized that. Now you have the tools yeah, to become even to be, realer. In order to you know, well, in order to in, engage in the year of being real, I need an iPhone. <laughs> Five. Five. <laughs> I, iPhone five. Well, no, and I told Next year, you need a timeshare. I told these fucking guys, too. I'm at the T-Mobile store, and they're like, for an initial $10, you can upgrade to the iPhone 6. And I was like, nah, I'm good. That's like two Ilios pizzas, dude. If you just don't eat I two Ilios pizzas, you the, could have a newer phone. I am the weird... I ask, I, Andrew, buying anything involving... Some, like, obviously, I toured with Andrew exclusively with a $100 amp. It sounded, you know, yeah, good. and yet you'd spend a hundred dollars on like that fucking jet fuel, fucking like engine cleaner, throughout the course of a tour. You'd you'd spend the amount of your amp in like fuel conditioner. Well, <laughs> well, we got we squeezed every single drip out of those vans, didn't we? That's true. That yeah. is, uh, yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> that was it. Was pretty much that uh, when we were in Florida and the oil light came on. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I bought this like stuff. Oh, maybe oil light go back off or something. I don't know what it's called. It's called oil light go back off. And uh, I just put I put that in the crankcase instead of prayer, and we we got home, man. It was good. You could have just put oil in it, which is what we needed. We put oil in it too, but I put that special elixir. I put the elixir, man. We were driving the blue smoke coming out of the van. Fuck, I went yeah. in Florida. Why not break down in Florida? We could spend ten days in Florida and spend all of our money. Um, yeah, but you know, it's all. So I got the iPhone five, and now I see you guys with the sixes, and I'm thinking it might be a little too big for me. It is way too big. I use muscles in my thumb that I don't really. I have no business using, and I don't even have the big one. I've got like the normal, like the quote unquote normal size one. Oh, they had a bigger one. Yeah, they, they got a bigger, bigger one. A big one? No, this is this is the normal size. This is mine, shrimpy compared. You know what though? That'll take a hit. Like if you drop that, it'll probably be all right. The next time it. I drop, my, I already broke one. So you know, every time I drop my six, I'm just gonna fucking break it and have to go get a new I one into the panic attack. You saw me at Target trying to buy a case. It was like it was like a scene. I could have given you like twenty free ones. It's the shit's expensive, you know. Like um, I got the clear case, so I can show everybody I've got that fucking floss. Perfect. I've got silver and black. I, oh, you must have spent a little. It's like wearing Ray Ban sunglasses when you go to like a show. The girls look at you. You're like, oh, he's got money. He's got Ray Bans. I uh, see. So you got. I the minute I get sunglasses, I take a penny and I scratch off that little logo and the, and the glasses. Oh my God. I don't need anyone to know my business. No, come on. Andrew's got Ray Bans. You know? I don't. I don't. I uh, I don't know who makes my my glasses. American Optical, I think. I think, and I I cut. It's about a re- literally about four inches off of my beard yesterday too. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to get put together. Just improve one percent every day. Improve, <laughs> and then eventually I'll be a member of the one percent. All that money churning, 
I've got investments, man. I got an IRA brewing. That shit's. I, the funny thing with the one percent, I think I talked about this last time, or you know, we, we talked about this in the past. It, it, I guarantee you, if you were listening to this podcast, by virtue of your ability to have the free time to listen to a podcast, you are part of the global one percent. So relax, it's all good, you know. <laughs> you're not. You're not in Soweto. Eating, yeah, not in Soweto eating the fruit of fear. Like somebody's burying burying a body with their hands right now, and they're going to contract the same illness as the person who died. I watched, and I you're watched, doing this. I watch enough live leak to know. There was a video on there of a guy in Africa being tortured by having somebody pull his teeth off, not out, like like yanking them off with pliers. And I always think, my life will always be better than that. Yeah, no matter what, hopefully. So you know? some girl doesn't call me back, cool. I mean, this goes for everybody out here. If you don't listen, if you're plus 15 in this fucking podcast, stop and listen to this shit. I'm glad plus 15-ing has gotten into uh, in the vernacular. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> well, it's like... No, you, you, these people get torn up about guys and whatever. You know, oh fucking nobody's fucking like my Instagram picture. Oh shit, you know I better put up a different one. Like blah blah blah. And, and there's like always a guy laying down getting his teeth pulled out or pulled <laughs> off, like broken in half. Like oh, oh. and and like being, dragged down. Or horse. he's being one guy's laying on his legs and the other guy's like kneeling over him, like like pinned him down, and there's just a pliers, and the guy's like oh, life will always be better than that. If you end up in that position, okay, then you can complain. But like, you know, like they didn't have your star. They don't, they're out of star fruit at Whole Foods. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, bow bother. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I get a little anxious sometimes. Like, I, I, like, you know, just just roll with it. You know, I'm anxious all the time. I don't. I, I'm. I am so with it. It makes it makes life like it makes life feel sharp. I've managed to turn my anxiety into a plus. You're like, ooh, ooh, I don't get along with people at parties. Oh, no. ooh, so and so's gonna be there. Yeah, I can't go now. I have to sit outside the bar in my car and and text people asking who's in there. <laughs> I just Which called, we are definitely gonna do I just, tonight. Definitely doing I just called out about a hundred people. Oh, I just need to know who's there first. I can't ever. I can't ever just go. And I need to know what the plan is. We're uh, we're going to oh a. My God, this is gonna be great. Uh, which has become we've done this podcast this is going to be the third Christmas now we've done uh, the podcast and the third year that we've mentioned or attended the hardcore covers show (laughs) Uh, this year I think we're all going to do our best to attend and see how much we can possibly handle I like this actually like I I like endurance trials, and I like I like exercising willpower. Like every morning, I try and improve my willpower a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this is gonna be uh, rough. I think <laughs> is uh, picture in your mind's eye, if you will. Yeah. A bunch of bands getting together who aren't particularly good, covering other bands who were never particularly good, like. Poison idea. Yeah, like a lot. That's the biggest... The the two biggest problems is there's like a lot. Like you could do a cover show of four bands and be like, all right, well, that was... That's worth my time. But there's like... How many bands are playing tonight? <laughs> like, there's enough that there's two venues hosting. There's like, two like 16 separate. bands playing, eight in each venue. Oh, Dude, I know. fucking God. I know. I know. I know. I know. And like... The thing is, it's been going on for 13 years, so bands that are were actually like, oh, I'd like to see, you know, covered... Are, are running out. Oh yeah, well, you got to be like D list now. Like, it's 
poison idea. It's like oh, um, Jesus Christ. Oh God, yeah. Like, but the thing is, the one band I wanted to see was covering Judas Priest. Judas Priest. You know, anybody playing? I'd go to see. I've seen British Steel before. The Judas Priest cover band Perfect. being the only one at the Fuller Roadhouse watching them play is great. Jesus. And um, here's the thing. Uh, one of the bands is covering Screwdriver. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about this. This is exciting. But it's getting hot now, all right? To the point where there is going to be protesting. They're going to stand on the stage looking at them while they play, maybe even holding up a, a bed sheet to cover, to block people's vision of seeing them while they play, which will go over really well. I like that no one even probably even cared this much about when actual Screwdriver played. <laughs> Yeah. Right. No. This is, this is. If you ever read the this, is what we gotta go. I read the history of Screwdriver just to like check it out, and what, what's that? Ian Stewart was like, all the stuff was just g- like gimmickry to be like by mostly by Chiswick Records to be like, oh, you guys should be skinheads now. Yeah. Oh, you guys should be white power now. It's all gimmickry. It was never genuine, valid white power. I mean, the, the lyrics were white power, sure, but I mean, who doesn't want to sit down with like a like a cold Dr. Pepper and listen to White Rider. <laughs> <laughs> or our Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you know, with a, maybe with a straw in it. You get like the like the, the hot dog stand style, you get a straw. Cold, and you listen to Our Pride is Our Loyalty. It would be great. So, yeah, so we got to go and try and suffer through this. Hopefully get our customary picture with Ray the Bouncer. Oh, of course. Um... Maybe I'll bring the computer. We'll see if we can get Ray the Bouncer on a segment. I don't know. That's, that, that's maybe a tall order. He's going to have a lot of, like, upsetting-looking drunk people to, uh, to like, <laughs> like, corral. Of course. Um, yeah. But it's going to be... It's really difficult <laughs> to come back to these shows. Because, yeah. uh, and I've said this before as well, a good portion of people that we'll run into tonight are going to say hi and then launch into the same conversation we were having six years ago as though we had never stopped. And I... I always have, like, such a visceral reaction to that. (laughs) It it really... It always puts me in in an altered state. I mean, it's it's sociologically interesting that... I mean, every scene has, like, the holding holding court hardcore dudes. We've talked about this before. But to stay in the state of, like, cultural stasis for years, like, you you don't even get turned on to new things. You're just waiting for, like... The other the culture that left you to come back around so you can jump back on it. Yeah, it's like oh, they're doing shows at the you know at the at the the honk shack again. Oh, awesome! You know we can go we can go do those shows. And there's going to be the exact same. Like I'm going to grab I'll grab my sheer terror fucking bomber jacket and run right down there. Somebody was telling <laughs> me last night that uh, it's become a thing where Albany bands like punk bands from like the '80s. All these guys are going oh. through midlife crises and, and coming, coming back, back they're but coming now back. they're intermingling with younger kids and yeah. starting like new projects that are just god awful. Oh my god, yeah. that's stunning. That's that's wild. That's these are the same guys who are like fathers of two who would like piss their pants at uh, you yeah. know like whatever fucking total chaos shows. You got to like <laughs> fucking walk them out. You know, like it's yeah. This no, is gonna be great. something else. This is all stuff to avoid. I mean, we're bringing tidings of good cheer for the new year, of course, but we're also Telling people this is this is this is stuff to avoid. I know we have some maybe some older listeners as well as younger listeners. Younger listeners, you can, it's okay to not to not hang out after a while. It's really okay. Yeah. I mean, the scene does nothing for you. 
Just buy a BMW like everyone else. Just mm-hmm. buy, yeah, buy a fucking, buy a new Honda. Hey, it worked for me, and I feel, I feel like Roger, I feel like fucking Roger Moore when I drive that thing, man. I want to, I want to get, I do, I want to get, like, I wanna, it's silver, it's fast, this shit's fast. I want to get, like, leather driving gloves. I wanted to get, I wanna, it's just a Honda, but whatever, this shit's fast. And I want to shoot the moon, man. I want to get leather driving gloves. The whole thing. It's just new, it smells new, it drives new. I can press the, I have the volume control on my steering wheel. <laughs> I noticed the, the Honda we're borrowing from 1996 is that too. It's pretty so cool, cool right? <laughs> totally cool, man. I, I, that's where I came up with our great idea for a vintage car rental. Hey, it's the next step. We're giving away ideas here. It's we like gave away the what Airbnb two last week? Of car rentals. It's the Airbnb of car rentals. Going to Montreal? You need an '89 Corolla to bomb around in? <laughs> Give me 200 bucks. Sweet. Yeah, it's got would, one brake light out, but it's fine. I would do that. Would go over huge in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. yeah. Because if you go to, like, you know, you go to rent a car or you do, like, a, what is it called? Um, fucking whatever. You just, oh, I, I did it in Seattle, too. I forget Zip the name. Car. Zip car. yeah. And uh, it's always, like, a like a Mazda Miata. Like, it's the, the least cool It's like a car. Kia. Yeah. What if you did it and you got, like, like an, a Kia 80, Sorento. Like an 85 Beamer? Awesome, Amazing. Right? Yeah, like a, a diesel, old diesel Mercedes. Definitely. Or yeah. a Volvo wagon. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just renting it. Oh, it looks so cool. It looks so yeah, new. Yeah, like I want a, a wood panel Jeep when I come into town. A Jeep Wagoneer. Perfect. Yeah. And you would have the stable of cars, and they would cost, it would be like probably a lot less to maintain. Yep. In theory. And if somebody wraps it around a tree, like, oh, well. Yeah. You know? Well, hey, it breaks down, Nin- that's your problem. 90, you know, that's that, YP. That's, 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 the, that's the caveat. If that shit breaks down, your problem. Yeah. You you got to go to the the Midas there's on no, Central Avenue. Yeah, there's Sorry. just dump it there. There's no road service involved. There's no like this is an enterprise, motherfucker. Yeah. What uh, what was the car that they converted into the family truckster for the vacation for oh, vacation? That was like it was a, like the Country Squire or yeah. something yeah. like that. I really want one of those things. Mm, very nice. The country stuff. They're hard to find these days, is my understanding. Oh, I'm just looking over Albany right now. Yeah, it's the hard to setting here. It's Albany. hard to pay attention to this stupid podcast with this beautiful view. <laughs> of what a view! City man. Hall covered in scaffolding. <laughs> as uh, always, it's yes, as is constantly the way. What's really funny though is there was a uh, an old Albany punk comp called "This Town We Own." <laughs> and then uh, this town we own, and it was a picture from uh, from the top of the Wellington Hotel that I mentioned earlier of the clock tower right here of uh, from Back to the Future uh, from uh, from City Hall. And when we did a police line record, we actually did our first record. I, in my infinite wisdom, climbed back up to the top of the Wellington and took another picture, like, fucking 15 years later, uh, really tying it all together. Great. And that record never came out. It was terrible. Uh, But now... There's an unreleased secret police line. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of unreleased police lines. So there's an entire LP that we scrapped that includes a Creedence Creedence Clearwater Revival cover. Coming around the bend, right? I know. It was uh, Fortunate Son. Of course, course yeah. Fucking cornballs could be. But now... I'm here in my mid-30s as a, I wouldn't say reasonably successful, but a, a person who's uh, who has their life under control, Yeah. looking at the same 
picture, but from a very different perspective. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's and rather than from the the top of the abandoned hotel, I am now on the top floor of the currently functioning hotel, looking at the same clock towers. In a lot of ways, we do own this. We did end up owning this town. Yeah, in, a, did, in our own ways, we both kind of left. Yeah, I've been sort of. I mean, kind of. Really. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's Albany is a state of mind. And anybody who wants to, like, anybody who's into, like, saving Albany or, like, oh, maybe we got, well, there's going to be a scene meeting soon, which i got to tell everybody about. I heard. There's a save our scene. When you have to, well, it's like going to couples counseling. Like, when you have need counseling, like, you know that Chances shit. Chances are it's time to give up the go. You know that shit's going to fucking die. You're going to, like, no, even, you don't even fuck anymore. You know, like that shit. Oh, I don't know why he doesn't like me like he used to. Like, it's the dream is oh, like it's over. Like shit goes. People, people are so weird. People when a bakery closed on Lark Street, right down the street from me, people use the terms outraged, like uh, like deeply depressed, <laughs> that kind of shit because a bakery closed. Lark Street is dying. Oh no! Did you think shit was always gonna be the same? Did you when you were like, oh, this scene is so good. Like it doesn't need saving. Maybe it just needs to like nah, take a nap or hibernate or like. <laughs> it's a second. Or like just. Yeah, it needs to close its eyes for a little yeah, while. Yeah, the scene needs to take it's a nap. Just rest its just eyes. Close for a your minute. eyes. Pull over. Close your eyes for ten minutes. Could the whole city take a nap? Like we're driving around, and I'm getting depressed because there is such little thought put into everything here. It's really, like, everything is just thrown against the wall. Like, the amount of shit... Walking through Colony Center to, to do our shit today, looking at the amount of stores that have no business functioning <laughs> in any capacity, like, in any reasonable place would have been closed, that are just open and people will go to. It creates this really weird thing where people put no effort at all into <laughs> doing things that require effort, and then the people who do put effort in even if it's terrible and tasteless and awful, people are just reacting like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> like, no, it's not the same thing. Like, it, it, there's... The bar's just so low. Yeah, there's no... It's just so low that, like, you can pretty much do whatever. Yeah. It's wild. It's not like, like there's oh, this no ugly store's taste. gonna look really weird here. It's like, every store's hideous and horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just gonna look like, yeah. Like, all you have to do is put some amount of effort in to break out above the pack, and yet nobody... Does it and the people? It's. it's I feel like it's like a, a growth in my a, brain. There's a few cool things around here, like 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 yeah, like silence, crickets. Yeah, yeah, Whole Foods is really good. Best food in Albany. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, like what? Like what? What else? Bakery that just closed. Um, I am deeply saddened by the bakery. <laughs> that deeply closed. sad. Mortified is another. Mortified. Word. Mortified. mortified. Is all Lark Street dying? Mortified. People had like a point counterpoint about, oh, Lark Street's always been dead. It's just, I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so exhausted thinking about it. Oh, do you want to do your tasty corner while I like regroup? Do, yeah. Do well, like breathing exercises? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we do it all the time. Uh, we well, actually I haven't done it in a while, but I'd like to stuff. introduce you all to Gabri's Tasty Corner featuring Gabri. And what she's got for us. Oh, she's reaching into the fridge. Andrew, Gabby's reaching into the fridge right now. She's pulling out a can of beer. I'm doing play by play here. Oh, she's reaching two cans of beer. Oh, there better be a third. Whoa, okay. Oh, we gotta try that. We don't know if this is good. She's got some, oh, she's got a bunch of beer. Uh, This looks looks artisanal. Um, Here we are. It's Gabby's here. Say hi to everybody, Gab. Hello. 
All right, and what uh, what <laughs> what do you have for us uh, this week on Tasty Corner? All right, well, you know, got into the spirit here in Albany. And uh, the spirits, apparently. Uh, yeah, I got some spirits because I was in oh. the spirit. <laughs> um, stopped at local beverage supply center, the Brew Crew, and uh, picked up two different beers that are uh, kind of upstate-centric, or at least in some way to me. Um, the first one I got because I used to work at a diner in Albany called the Miss Albany Diner, and we had this stuff called Ad- Autocrat Coffee Syrup there, which is yeah. like, a, I don't know if you have any listeners, listeners in Rhode Island, but... Yeah, maybe one or two. Maybe one or two, yeah. It's a Rhode Island um, native thing, so it's like, if you have chocolate syrup for chocolate milk, this is coffee syrup for coffee milk, and the only place I've ever seen it is Miss Albany Diner, because one of them is from Rhode Island, but Narragansett, also Rhode Island beer, makes autocrat coffee milk stout. Okay. Which I've got for us here. So we're going to open it up and try it out. Okay, ready? Have you had this before? Okay. I have. Okay. But I'm guessing you have it. Have you had it before? I don't know. Did I? We'll get uh, to... Let me give it a shot. Try it now. Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. <laughs> don't, let's, let's hold the beer over the, the fucking laptop. Three, two, one. Bottoms up. We're it's okay. Taking a sip. Yeah, it's all right. What do you think? I can really taste the coffee. Notes, subtle notes of coffee and syrup. Yeah. Oh, it's um, something else. I actually really like it. I could, I could see myself having a bunch of these. That's all right. I don't really. I, it occurred to me when we were at the brew crew yesterday. Uh, you said something, and we're like, do you like uh, wheat pale ales? And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, I don't, like, I, I I treat cars and beers the same way. Like, I don't have any thoughts on them whatsoever. So, like, I'd be like, sure, I'll give it a try. Chances are I'll probably like it okay, but I just, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you could give me this beer again in six weeks, and I'll be like, have I had this? Is it all right? Okay. I guess it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Although I had another, uh, another little like thing too, and this actually happened today as well. I was down in the lobby editing the last episode, and this group of like pale doughy people sat down nearby me. This whole family started to talk about craft brewing, <laughs> and it occurred to me that not all the time, but for the most part, people who are inclined to give me advice on beers and like, oh, you should try fucking Hobgoblin Ale and all the shit, are generally the people I would never accept advice on any <laughs> other aspect of my life in any capacity for. Oh, I love Hobgoblin Like, it's, it's really, you and asshole. I started to go across the board and I'm like, wow, this is really like, it's something else. Hey, look, this guy, the guy who made Hobgoblin Ale started in his fucking bathtub with 30 bucks. Everyone, look at him. That's, that's literally everyone who's made craft beers. I know. That's, <laughs> a, that's the thing about like craft beers and like being bucks. into beers is I just walk into these stores and it's all the same shit and it's all the same bad artwork. Like it looks like a fucking like airbrushed fucking spooky Christmas carol uh, thing or you know some some dumb shit painted. There, all these fucking things are so interchangeable that I can't possibly give any thought to them. And then the people who really think about it a lot are the people I generally I feel like I don't respect enough to like listen to. It's it's really wild. Fuck man, 
I, know, I, I brought this in a weird direction. I think talking about Albany making me sad. Yeah, really, we, uh, we really hammered on Albany. Yeah. Um, Andrew's so, been eating a lot of carbs and shit. I have. Yo, why, why can't you get real fucking food around here? Why do we have to go to Whole Foods to get fucking vegetables today? It was something else. It's really insane. And I feel so ill. <laughs> I'm here eating Albany food. It's I crazy. Eat, I um, Probably the worst thing I did this week, I, went to, I was at my folks' house, as I said, and I ate a half a, half a pan of lasagna and immediately followed it up with an entire candy bar while drinking my father's 7-Up. What's up, man? I thought you were off that soda. What's up? I'm off soda? I no, don't know. Last what? time we talked, you were. That was, a, that was a flash up, in the pan, huh? 7-Up isn't really soda. No, it's very much soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most soda it's thing just... that's ever soda. <laughs> I like I like Coke Zero. I've talked to my friend Justin Kiss about this, friend of the podcast, Justin Kiss. And my doctor told me, you know, you need to do something else because you're, you know, all your le- all the bad levels are up, all the good levels are down. You're, I, I managed to lose a little bit of weight, but I was, you know... I was really I'm was really, that an alert saying <laughs> like, yeah. you're getting you're getting like wound, heart, worked up you gotta sell blood you are dead please sell blood no. you gotta get that Apple Watch when it comes out and link it to your phone and watch it go wild oh, I, re- I should no and and he's like oh, good, good start would be to stop drinking so much diet soda because it tricks your your body into producing too much insulin in your pancreas it, it really it's really hard on yeah the you're just gonna get Gulf War syndrome right I probably already have it. And uh, he said, if you lose, if you'll lose like twenty pounds, pretty much in a month, like because your body won't want to be tricked into thinking it's ingesting so much sugar. And I said, "Fucking Harry, fuck you to that." I <laughs> think right up. I drink, um, and also my bike. Bottles of Coke are like two bucks each, right? And uh, I'm trying to budget my money a little bit more so I can save and not work my whole life. I spend easily twenty dollars a week on Coke Zero, like. 20 ounce bottles. Oh, Andrew just made it. I like, smell shit face. Yeah, like <laughs> shit. I love, love, love Coke Zero. My, it's my choice. Zero. It's my choice. Zero. <laughs> my choice. It's what I want to do with it's my, my life. body. You it's can't my... tell me what to do with my body. But could you just love it once a week as opposed to twice a day? Look, <clears throat> look, dicks. I'm like asking a legitimate question right like now. Not, this is like an intervention. It's not like I'm, I'm fucking doing dip all day. You know? Your family's in the other room. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. We gathered here at the Hilton of Albany uh, to... Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, no, look. Uh, as much as I try, I fail. And it's one of those things where I, I didn't have... I didn't have Coke Zero when I was at my folks' house. And I was like a baby like my mood was sour and I tried to, and I so much so that I went out yesterday I went out on Christmas day and went to the Cumbies because nothing else was open I went out to the Cumberland Farms and bought like four tall cans of Coke Zero for myself and I sat in my car in the parking lot at Cumbies and I drank a couple took an Instagram photo of Cumbies I drank two and then brought two home but I drank them like really fast like within five minutes because I needed it you needed really, that stuff really badly needed that stuff and wild right I'm really hooked I'm super <clears throat> oh yeah hooked. there's like it's legit addictive like, I'm super hooked on it I think you'd be almost better off just drinking coke without the zero 
No, yeah, because no. it has no calories, so it's good for you. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good for you. Super, Super good for you. Not like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I like just do it. Do the rubber band trick. Did I did I teach you the rubber band trick? No. Ah, oh, you just wear a rubber band on your wrist, and every time you take a sip of Coke Zero, you like flick yourself. Really? And you create a pain association. It's not much pain, but you create just enough association that your brain isn't like. Cool, dopamine, here we go. You know, like, <laughs> it works, do that right. shit. Well, I mean, the, we'd go through this every year, and I probably won't stop drinking it. Yes. <laughs> so this has been Gabri's Tasty Corner. I mean, oh. we have an entire other beer to, to, to review. I made it about Not. myself, bad habits, sorry. Okay, keep going. Uh, all right, so here's the other one. Oh, here we go. All right. This this one I've never had before, and just because I was in the spirit and buying some spirits, um, this is called Upstate Brewing Company India Style Pale Wheat Ale. Where's this shit made? This is made in Elmira, New York. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, don't even know where that is. Where is that? Elmira um, is like central New York. If I'm near not mistaken. where all the glass is made. Okay, so this is deceptive packaging already. Already. Not upstate. Yeah. Not well, upstate. No, I would call that upstate. I would say upstate starts just after you get through, like, Westchester and shit like that. Again, please That's don't not, put it over no, the computer. No, I think you have to be, like, Dutchess County and beyond is upstate. I don't know what I, that I is. I know it exists. I don't know where it I is. I thought it was Newburgh and North. Newburgh's, yeah, Newburgh's good. But Elmira is north County. of there. Okay, right? Newburgh, is, Poughkeepsie, that's like... I would still call that upstate. That's all right. That I is, can, yeah. Alright, just fell. dripped. This is pleasantly fruity. It's very uh, apricotty, I would say. That's it. It's a that's an adjective. Not down. No. It's definitely uh, like the polar opposite of the other beer we were drinking. Mm, wish I had some polar right now. Oh well, we can make that happen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. You guys are really. You we're love well stocked here. Open. Oh, sorry. Good job. You just got reprimanded. <laughs> We already had one broken fridge. That's okay. I'm allowed to breathe today, so. <laughs> right. Oh wow. Vanilla pear. What am I supposed to do with this? That's all yours, bud. Yeah, you have the whole thing. Oh shit! Thank you. I love free stuff. Okay, this is Mahana's tasty corner because I've never had a vanilla pear seltzer. So. Yeah, we right, just take we it got away, it last Lance. night. This is all you. It smells. Smells like. What's something. the aroma? Describe the aroma. Notes of. Uh, Notes of vanilla and. This might be gross. Wow, it's actually really refreshing. Yeah? And delicious. Tell the listeners. Guys, that was really refreshing and delicious. All right, so of the three beverages that we've tried here, what what is a buy, what's a don't buy? Uh, the chocolate, I'd buy. I'd buy that. It's, it's all right. I'd, if I could have a different like chocolate thing like a chocolate stout I would probably have that and that's the only it's actually kind not of thing chocolate I... at all it's coffee oh coffee that's right you're right uh, <laughs> or if I could have a coffee stout that's, that's what fine. this is dude coffee milk stout yeah no I need to, it's I a need, little creamier I need something that stout. tastes like it's been brewed with motor oil I think is uh, <laughs> that, that's what I something that is so intensely deeply flavorful that I actually remember what it is instead of being like have I had this before uh, I so. like it. Okay, this is definitely a buy for me because it's like the flavor's there, but it's a little bit subtle, and you could definitely yeah like drink quite a few of them and kind of like chill out on that. And also, it just brings back good memories of uh, 
of my waitressing years. Oh. And in true Albany fashion, the one cool place yeah. that I loved closed. Yep. It became an Italian restaurant. A Utica-style Italian restaurant, which is like, yeah, why? What? Yeah, okay, why? That's why, do that? why do that? I do that. I'm going to start a Utica-style Utica welfare office in Albany. It's going <laughs> to be really cool. I'm gonna open a, Signature Utica-style. I'm going to open yeah. a depressing doll office. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. That's, that would be a good thing. We open, like, the better doll office, like an alternative doll office where you go and it's not as depressing. I'm trying to think of things like that to invest in. Things that are, like, economic inevitabilities... Like, I want to start investing in, like, I don't know, like, companies that harvest nutrients from from old people or something like that, or for wow. old people. Like, something where it's just like, all right, everyone's about to get real old, so how do I make money off this? Uh, everyone's about to be real poor, so maybe if I start my own private dole, then... Uh, <laughs> then I, I can I can see a bright future in that for I me. Actually not see so a much. Bright future in that. That'd be awesome. All right, I'm going to start private welfare. Hey, you want to read some Tumblr questions, Andrew? Let's do it. All right. I guarantee you there we can be getting a lot of questions that people have already asked or people have clearly not been listening. Yeah, so that'll that'll happen. We urge you, <clears throat> podcast listenership, listen to all of the episodes before you ask all these questions because a lot of these have already been answered. Um, number one. I was listening back to episode two, and Hans had mentioned having tons of stories from his days as a Domino's pizza delivery guy. Please, share as many of these as you can recall on the next podcast. There are a lot of stories. Um, I will tell one. Actually, did I tell the one about the exploding soda? I don't think so. Maybe. Where the guy, the soda exploded on the guy, and I had to bring him another one. And it was all yeah, crazy. yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> should I tell it again for everybody? Sure. All right, the exploding soda story. Okay, so uh, you know that if something of that uh, heat it expands everything, right? Um, in soda, so like what we used to do in Domino's, if a guy was a dick on the phone, like a true dick, or if he called to ask where his pizza was. Which is, like, a normal thing to do, but we, at the time, because we were all at Guns Falls, like, dickheads, we thought that was be him being an asshole. We put the two liter of soda that he ordered in with the pizza, so it would get all heated up and warm, right? <laughs> so I did this one day. Got down to Guns Falls. He's been a total cock about everything, right? Oh, you know, where is it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, this, and this was, before like... Before the days of Pizza Tracker? This is the day before the days of Pizza Tracker. It was This is before the days where people paid with their card. It was all cash, which is weird. And driving down there, I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. So I put his put the bag, the pizza, put the soda in the bag with the pizza. Perfect. Fucking um, deliver it. And while I'm on my way home, um, like uh, apparently while I was on my way back, they got a call that the soda, quote unquote, exploded everywhere and got everything wet. And they needed, he needed us to bring him a new soda and to refund the pizza because apparently it got the pizza all wet too. <laughs> so, um, dickhead, like 21 year old Hans, uh, is like laughing. And then I was like, I, and then my manager, Dave McCain, was like, whoa, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I don't know why it happened, but blah, 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 blah. So, did it. Um, so, we ordered a new pizza, new soda, and I'm the one who has to bring it back. So I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, I get to, no, but I, the best part was the dude's wearing like a, just a plain gray sweatshirt. He comes to the door, and the whole front of his sweatshirt <laughs> is soaked brown with soda, right? I was like, I don't know what happened, man. Here you go. And I give him pizza, the hot soda and pizza again. And it fucking probably happened again, but he never called back. So good. Just kill themselves. We used after to do that. we used to do Russian roulette where we shake the whole time we shake. They'd order a six pack of cans. And the whole time I'd shake up one, <laughs> Russian roulette style. And why, you know that one person who got the can was probably a little kid. <laughs> Shit everywhere. Crying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, there were some wild times. Oh, but the, the kitchen dudes. The kitchen dudes were assholes. Oh my god, there's a chemtrail. There's a chemtrail right outside our window. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Really good. Um, so that was that. Uh, I'm glad I brought some some flavor to your life there. Um, there's plenty more that I'll probably tell at some point. We'll have to just do the uh, the idea today was actually we were going to go thrifting and just take this microphone and the laptop and drive around with it. Uh, it's going to require a little more work than that. I looking at this in a quiet room. This this microphone is like noisy as shit. Uh-oh. So uh, I doing this in a car would probably not work. But we'll have to do an episode where we just drive around Glens Falls. Have to. <laughs> just, just record. Well, I think that'll be that. We'd have to do it. Dark. We should drive down Central Ave tomorrow. Oh, definitely. Do a quick video. We can give that a shot. We can do that. Donnie's Woods is slowly disappearing, so we have to uh, get up there. Gotta act fast, yeah. Gotta act fast. Are they what fracking in questions? Donnie's Woods? Where, what's nah, happening fracking's over. Woods? No, fracking's over in New York. There, it's a landfill, and it's also a salt fill, where they, uh, the the county or the city like stores all its dirt and salt and everything. Um, and porn. <clears throat> and porn. <laughs> and hardcore porn. Yo, I keep hitting up this person that sometimes talks, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. It feels like I bother them, but it's like I you just do. need that confirmation. Uh, Hans, Lord. Andrew, can I have some advice before I'm doing my own episode 10? Lord, I've been there, man. Or woman. It sucks. You're bothering them. You're bothering you're them, bothering for sure. Are. Well, you see, is there's any question, then you I've are. I've been on both sides, and sometimes you're bothering them, but sometimes you're not. And that person also needs redemption of you being like a little chirpy, like bitch ass, and having to like always like monitor when they're online and when they're not, and 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 talking to them for no reason when you don't have anything to say. Like all that shit's annoying. But at the same time, they're it's also validating. Yeah, it's validating, and they'll it's validating to them because you. It's nice to have somebody who's doting after you. But the fact remains that you'll probably never have a chance with this person because they're not probably not very nice or in, in like just a base level they're not super interested. But you always create that that illusion of interest by talking to them and then getting a reply. Yeah, um, there's been a lot of people like that in my <laughs> life. <laughs> no, um, there's a good question coming up. Oh, Sorry, okay, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No problem. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> so stop. So just I, yeah, just, just like, pump the brakes, chill out a little bit. Is, is you you game them at their own game, and this is what I learned to do because it's hard, it's easy to get hung up on somebody, but you let them go and see if they come back because you're and don't do an episode ten shit where you move for them or, or I mean do it because it 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 wised me up really quick to the real like the, how how the world is and how it works and you know if you, if you job your friends like some of them won't like you anymore <laughs> you know that kind of thing but at the same time. Um, no, it's just it gives you a lot of uh, don't don't do it. Just have the wisdom to say no before all that dumb shit happens. In the words of Ray, don't do it. Exactly. 
please tell the story of how you were forced to eat 20 hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the set. I almost missed this one. I'm really excited I caught it. Oh, my God. Okay, so we were ha- all I met, me and my metalhead friends, I hung out after high school. I hung out with a crew of friends, some of whom eventually became the band Skinless, the death metal band on Metal Blade. Um, so we're all hanging out. There's this dude named Dan Bell who had uh, deserted from the army and was in town. And he had a big car with a good stereo system. So we could fit like like three or, three or four across the back seat. So we're driving around. We just listened to Dying Fetus as loud as it could be and not talk to each other, which was a weird basis for a friendship. But that's what we did pretty much every night. Just driving around. There's nothing else to do. Like if you grew up in a small town, you know. Just drive around. Just fucking driving around. I still do it. It's mm-hmm. weird. To, I still have that habit. It's like... Oh, you know, just driving around. It's like it's like a lazy person's. I like you know, if you're like feeling bored, you're like, oh, I'll just go take a walk. But no, it's like instead you're you're cruising, you're just driving around. And uh, we decided to go downtown. This is probably a Sunday night, right? And um, we go to the dog. We go to uh, Dirt Dogs, the New Way Lunch, which has these things called Dirt Dogs, which are just chili dogs. But they had special dirt sauce on them and whatever. They just I know they just use like cinnamon, but it's called like dirt sauce because the cinnamon shows up and it looks dirty and people use people made like rumors that there were cockroaches in it and everything. <laughs> blah blah blah. So I sit down and I'm like, you know what? Because they were fifty cents each at the time. And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna try and eat twenty of these motherfuckers. Because you eat twenty, you get the dogs for free and you get a shirt. So that's cool. Hard to turn that down. Yeah, so it's hard to turn that down. So I'm eating, right? I start. And the thing is, I don't have any money on me, which is also awesome. <laughs> so you have to eat, though. <laughs> Cortez burned his boats yeah. when he arrived in the new world. Yeah, no, this is great. So I start eating, and I'm like, fuck this. I can do this, no problem. I'm eating, I'm eating. I get to, like, the sixth one, and, like, I am, I am slowing down, like, big time, man. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it to fucking 20, because I'm slowing down. Not even halfway there yet. Well, and I, they kept giving me cups of Coke to, like, wash it down, and that's making me full, too. But you got to do Kobayashi style and, like, dip it in water. I don't really think that's eating, like, eating hot dogs, because it's just You're just, like, like opening bun. your jaw. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I can't do that. So about the 13th one, I'm full. I am completely stuffed, and I can no longer eat hot dogs. The big plate of hot dogs in front of me, I can no longer do it. So, this motherfucker, Dan Bell, <laughs> this dude who deserted from the army and only had a $50 bill left, like only had 50 bucks left, had to pay for my hot dogs, which was like over $10. He's so mad about it. And then there was, used to be this gay bar called Martini's right near there. And so I walk out and... Uh, Everybody's pissed at me because I'm, I'm screwing over Dan Bell because he only has fifty dollars left to his name. <laughs> like no one else had money, you know. Like, so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking. I right outside Martinis, like hurl, and the hot dog and shit go everywhere, and everyone calls me a pussy. <laughs> and the dude, I, and the dude from Martinis comes out and he says, "You better clean up that shit. You better uh, clean up that shit." Because he thought I was drunk. And I had to explain to him. It's like I tried to eat twenty hot dogs. <laughs> Like that somehow makes it better. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried to eat twenty dog dogs down dirt dogs, and uh, <clears throat> and I didn't. And uh, that's that's the story pretty much. 
I and mean, then they, after there was, they dropped me off, and everyone was mad at me, and especially this dude Noah, who was the guitarist for Skinless. We all went sledding at the mall when it was closed, like down the hills at the mall, and Noah wouldn't talk to me because I had screwed Dan over, even though we all rode up in Dan's car. Remember that, oh, and and man. someone asked Noah if he was mad, and he's like, "You know why I'm mad?" <laughs> and it was about me. <laughs> That's the thing when you grow up in a small town. But then over the summer, sweet revenge, because we were playing football. Um, it was like it was more like we were playing frisbee football, I think, in the Kmart parking lot, the one where I used to throw the cans and smash, oh, yeah. the, smash the Honda CRX windshield. Um, and I beat Dan Bell in a foot race. And he was, like, humiliated because he thought he was tough because he was in the Army. I beat him bad because I, I had, like, big tree trunk legs from playing football. I was fast. And fucking did it. ever since then, man, it was, like, on easy peace. Where's Dan Bell now, you think? I don't know. I don't know. I assume he got pinched eventually, but we all lost Yeah, I don't, I don't think you get to just fucking walk away from the Army. Yeah. I think eventually they get you. Yeah, I think he was holed up for a while, but I don't think, uh, I don't think that was... He did anything really, but then I ended up moving to Albany uh, or Troy, really, and then my dreams set sail. <laughs> and I, left. I shook the dust of this that sleepy little town off my shoes, and I saw the world. Yeah. When we were coming back from Burlington, we'd go through there, and I really wanted. So I was in the car with Benny and Mary, and I really wanted to like go and do the whole thing. But it was also two in the morning, and it was like a oh, sheet of ice out went, there, run bald tires. So. Oh, you went past the million dollar half mile. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. So it was alright. Uh, were you dudes pissed when Rev dropped you? How did that play out? Email, phone call, your understanding and lack of interest from their end made it seem slowly inevitable? No. I don't even remember. I don't know. Well, here's the deal. I remember. Our, our boy Bob, Bob Shedd, he was, was our main man, A&R guy there. They gave him the boot. And we, his band. Oh, he got booted on some really like questionable circumstances, no, didn't he? I think he like. No, it was... they, the person is there, there's a person who works at Rev who like holds serious grudges for no fucking reason. She always has. I guess I just added her. And uh, I don't know. From the get go, she didn't like us, even though like she signed Christensen like in a serious like for like actual serious, not as a joke. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> and uh, a lot of Christensen hate on this podcast, but whatever. And. Um, so, you know, she gave us the uh, the cold shoulder when we visited and everything. So, like, the writing was on the wall. Like, we had, we got, like, no... I remember the time we asked for, like, like a couple hundred bucks to, like, fix, like, get tires for the van. And they were like, nah, we're good. Yeah. It's like, okay. So, um, you know, we, we just kept doing what we're doing. We were always a very uh, resilient band when it came to, came to any type of, like, like perceived... Um, you know, like, perceived obstacles. Like, that guy getting dropped from your label. Like, that wasn't a big deal because... In a way, it was probably better that we weren't on there. Um, I don't think we got... I honestly don't think we got any... Uh, nothing happened. Yeah, no, I, I have no mental recollections of these kind of it things. It was neat to get signed there because, you know, you're like when you're like younger, you're like, oh, Revelation Records, blah, 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 you know. But then you quickly realize, it's like, oh, no. You know, they're on the West Coast and we don't really ever see each other. And it's like... It was essentially like we had an internet relationship and it failed. You know, I'm on The Guardian right now. I don't know. Does Molly Ringwald have an Agony Ant fucking column on The Guardian? Uh, maybe. I'm on something called Ask Molly Ringwald, which <laughs> has the potential to be really funny and is probably just really sad. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. Do you, do you want to call this? Let's call it. We've been rambling we, for an we, hour. So. We're getting in this bad habit where now we're doing live podcasts. We're just on our phones, just like no, fucking no. bipping and booping. No, but we're, I'm, I'm I'm looking for stuff to talk about. All right. Well, then let's call this one. This is episode seventy-seven. Episode seventy-eight is the first episode of the year of being real. Then, mm. at least according to well, maybe not. Maybe if we get together tomorrow and do some Central Avenue shit, I don't know. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, get yourself primed and ready for the year of being real. It's, yeah. uh, it's upon us right now. Year of being real, is, it's more like, um, yeah, like stop pretending to like your friend's band. Stop like, I don't know. Like, what, what, it's just stop. Become your own person more than anything. Like you have to, real recognizes real, as mm-hmm. uh, Cold World once said. Right? Is that Cold World? Yeah. It is now. <laughs> um, honestly, though, it's just I would like to see more people like, you know, when you start a band, don't try to sound like anybody. You know, like, just because your favorite band has a pedal board doesn't mean you need one. And don't try and make it. Don't try and make it. Don't try and make don't, it. That's, that's make the it. first thing. Well, that's the thing. And don't, if you're in a fucking band, don't worry about, like, your image or publicity. Because that's why local bands will worry about that shit so much. Money is a symptom of success. Right. Oh, shit. And, and, and honestly, if you think you're going to make, like, a million dollars being in a band, like, those days are gone. I'm sorry. Unless you're, I mean, I, honestly, that dude Farrell, right? <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is, he only made two grand off uh, off like streaming for that 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 stupid song he did. Don't be like Farrell. Shit, for fucking forty seven thousand, forty seven million streams on Spotify, he made twenty seven hundred bucks. Crazy. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's crazy. But is that because it? Okay, is that because that song was attached to like a movie? Yeah, well, everybody loved that song for a hot minute. Like, my, my mom knew about that But it was song. probably, like, licensed through the movie or something, right? Like, he probably I'm sure he made did some shitty now. deal. But, I, mean, I, I mean, actually don't know what I'm talking about right now, but still. But if, no, if don't be like, like Farrell. Just make, I don't, know, I don't know, this is going to sound old-fashioned, but it's true. Like, it just makes shit you like, and then when you don't like it anymore, make something else. Yeah, and, just do stuff that you're proud of. Uh, yeah. And if it's good, then it's good. If it sucks, then whatever, you had fun. It's not a big deal. Oh, if it doesn't, only. And also, don't like tell people how you're gonna make it. Yeah, please don't do Nobody that. Nobody wants to hear about that. No, no. One wants to Actually, hear. I, please tell me you're gonna make it because I love watching fucking assholes fall down. That's really yeah, exciting. No, so you can tell me, but don't you know? Yeah. Don't tell everyone else. Um, but we'll do a lot more of this for the year of being real. Then we'll, were we'll, there no other questions? Uh, I don't think so. A lot of dead air here. That's really cool. There's a whole bunch of stuff I get to edit out later. <laughs> dead air, dead air. I, uh, I got an OK Keep It uh, message from a guy named Chuck Dice in Troy. And here is what... Here's the, here's, it was four, four um, interactions. He wrote me saying, Hi, you top. No punctuation. <laughs> it's a picture of him and his kid, too. Maybe he was just telling you, like, picture of him you're and top. Kid. <laughs> Hi, you're the top. You're the top Hi. in this, so I wrote, let's do it. I wrote, power bottom, you worm. <laughs> Did he write back? He wrote back, wanna fuck? <gasps> oh, wow, all right. See, I told you he'd be into that. And I said, nah. Aww. So, should I say, yeah? Come to Hilton. Mm-hmm. And then give him a number. We can leave you guys our room for a while. If, just, uh, no, I figure you'll all just huddle in the bathroom and wait. Back page style. Um, Is that what you want to do with your Saturday, Andrew? Yeah, let's give it a shot. What the hell? We do have one question that got buried. Uh, So, Andrew, do you think Adnan totally did that shit, or is Jay all the way? Mm. I'm going to let Gabri field this one. Oh, well, I don't know, but I don't know. What do you think? He totally did it. He did it. it. What are you guys talking about? Serial. Oh. He He did it. He did it. Yeah. That's it. 
probably shouldn't be in jail, but maybe he should. I don't know. Maybe he did it. I think in if he did it, he definitely should be in jail, but it's interesting because they fucked it up so bad that coming at it from a, a purely logical standpoint as somebody that, you know, likes the legal system to work properly, he probably shouldn't be in jail. So, yeah. Yeah. Weird. I mean, we... Like, to your point earlier, Hans, of, you know, somebody's pulling out someone's teeth with pliers somewhere, like, I'm sure this kind of shit happens, like, horrible trials, or no trial at all, you know, like, all over the world, all the time, we just have the privilege of, like, having a platform to talk about it on, and, like, one weird random case, you know, it's, like, totally, like, uh, privileged in a way, (laughs) but, uh... I don't know, there's one thing about it that always stuck out to me that they never cover on there is that they say, like, his mosque put up all this money to uh, hire that, that defense attorney, Christina Gutierrez, and that was, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which would be kind of a strong motivation to never say you're guilty because you had your whole community raising all this money for you. So even if he did if he did do it, mm-hmm. right, it's like he's never going to come clean about it because everybody in his world, like, put up all this money and, like, all this, um, you know, like, put themselves on the line for him, so. Yeah, sometimes this shit's a duck. <laughs> like, this, this dude almost certainly did it, I think. I don't know what y'all True. talking about. Oh, you have to listen to Zero. All right, fuck it. We're going to kill this one. Um, you guys got anything you want to plug? I bought a four-track recorder. I'm really excited for you to get that. It's really it. fun. I mean, guys, I know, thanks for hanging in. I, I just have zero motivation. I talk, to, I talk about this with my mother. I have zero creative motivation. Um, Is that Coke Zero sapping your motivation? <laughs> no, it's just I, I, I'm a weird person where I feel like unless I really have to, I die, or unless I really want to, I don't ever create anything. I think that's totally not true. What do you mean? You... I mean, your prank phone calls are a work of art. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, you do this. Yeah, this is good. This is also a work of art. True. I know. It's Photographs of Craigslist is like a it's like a modern pastiche that I really admire. Thank you very much. Coming from a, a noted uh, art, a graphic designer and artist. Uh, uh, alumni of prominence here, giving you a lot of prom- praise. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I guess I just feel motivated to do that stuff because it's different and weird. And music stuff is a whole different ballgame for me for some reason. I don't know why. But I just feel, I never feel motivated to do it. Well, I think it's cooler to do something weird and different than just do the same shit that everybody else is doing, so. Yeah, it's during my life, I guess, but. I so keep know. it up. Be uh, even realer in 2015. Uh, oh, year of being realer. Year of being realist. The year of doing lots of Molly and going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's my... Uh, you two should totally go to jail, and then you guys can have, like, a serial-esque yeah. podcast. <laughs> this is a global telling call from... Hans Kleefold. There you go. <laughs> he caught on to that pretty quick. That's good. Yeah, Did you see I that shit, though? like, Sarah Koenig all over that. They, uh... That global telling company charges an amount of money that is, like, obscene to any thinking person. So, like... They did the math and they said that that guy's calls to her, the whatever collect calls, probably cost somewhere in the range of like twenty five hundred dollars. Wow. Like it, they, it's insane how much they charge like fucking guys in prison to make phone calls. It's crazy. But yeah, fuck it. All right, we're back next week. Fucking fuck yourselves. Peace. Later.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.